the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Thanks for listening to the Town Hall Review with Hugh Hewitt podcast, bringing to you the best voices on the stories and issues that matter. Helping make it all possible is the generous partnership with the Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy. Here's another piece I'll trust you enjoy. So we'll get to the FBI in a second. That'll be a tease. Let's talk about your book, Trial of the Century. Tell us about it. You know, the trial of the century began for me about 55 years ago. I was uh, just a a young teenager, and I plucked a book off my father's shelf. It was a biography about the man you see there on the left, the great Clarence Darrow, the finest trial lawyer who ever lived. I admired him for his passion about the law his unyielding commitment to civil liberties and and civil rights. Uh, And, you know, it at the end of the book, there was a small chapter on the most famous trial in America, the trial that changed the course of American history, the so-called Scopes Monkey Trial. The, The media dubbed it. It was a public misconception that man uh, evolved from monkeys and other primates. And, you know, what had happened is that after World War I, America turned inward and a great fundamentalist movement arose, led by William Jennings Bryan, the three-time Democrat presidential nominee who had become the fundamentalist leader. He managed to convince states to pass laws banning books on evolution. And in Tennessee, they took it a step further, Charlie, and they made it a crime for an educator in public schools to teach the theory of evolution, even though there was a chapter on it in state-approved textbooks. And sure enough, within days, 25-year-old biology substitute teacher by the name of John Scopes was arrested, criminally charged, and taken off to jail because he had dared to teach from the textbook about evolution. Darrow is reading about this in his office in Chicago. He's the most famous lawyer in America at the time, a poetic orator, a popular public figure, just as Bryant was. And he's incensed at what Bryant has done. Bryant has actually so gratified with it, he's volunteered to personally prosecute uh, John Scopes and does so. Darrow volunteers to defend Scopes for free, and that set up this titanic clash between two epic figures in America. And journalists the world over converged on this tiny town of Dayton, Tennessee, where the trial took place. It was the first trial to be broadcast live on radio to a riveted nationwide audience. People stopped what they were doing. They didn't go to work. They wanted to listen to the trial as they tuned in to the radio, courtesy of WGN in Chicago. They had newsreel cameras set up in the back of the courtroom and a plane waiting at the end of the day to fly the film to Chicago for immediate distribution in uh, movie theaters everywhere to watch 
what was happening in this epic clash. And, you know, it, it changed the course of American history because Darrow, even though he lost the trial with a biased jury and a biased judge, he dramatically shifted public opinion. And that spelled the beginning of the end for banning books in classrooms and criminalizing the teaching of a scientific theory. I shudder to think where America might be today were it not for the courage of Clarence Darrow and his young school teacher client, John Scopes. What do you think are some of the lessons that we can apply today from all the research you did for your book? And the book, which I encourage you to look at, is The Trial of the Century. It's just as relevant, if not more, today than it was nearly a hundred years ago, because we're seeing the same sort of infringement on free speech rights and intellectual empowerment and academic autonomy. Now we're seeing the partisan censorship of political discourse, the polarizing disinformation uh, campaigns, the classroom indoctrination of students and this punitive culture can cancel culture under the guise of social justice uh, you know whereby you know conformity of thought supplants robust debate in america and so i think we're seeing once again a hundred years later you know uh, americans america on the precipice of depriving us of our fundamental rights in the Bill of Rights, free speech, freedom of expression, freedom of thought. You know, they fought for the indispensable proposition, Charlie, that no one should be told how to think. And Americans today are being told how to think. And if you don't conform, you know, hell to pay. So the book is The Trial of the Century. And so as you were doing the research, what, what is, especially as the past couple of years, what were one of the one or two things that really stood out to you that most Americans should know about this trial that typically is not always talked about? Well, you know, as I say, I, I first learned about it when I was just a teenager. Americans, what struck me is I, I started mulling over the idea of a book, talking to people about it, talking to publishers about it. Nobody had ever heard of it. Uh, how can that be, I thought, which is the reason I decided to write the book. I traveled to the tiny town of Dayton, Tennessee, a couple of years ago, and I gained access to the courthouse, which was closed. I saw the courtroom, which still stands unchanged on the second floor. And, uh, you know, I went down into the basement, the dusty archives, and was able to obtain the original trial transcript of, of the trial. Uh, also in the book, I obtained roughly 40 photographs from the trial itself, so that. You know, you can see what unfolded there. You can see the the epic confrontation between Darrow and William Jennings Bryan. Darrow calling Bryan to the witness stand as an expert on the Bible. Um, Bryan believed that everything in the Bible should be taken literally. And of course, we know the Bible, which is perhaps the greatest book ever written. 
is filled with parables and allegories. They're, they're spiritual. They teach us important moral lessons. And with Daryl on the uh, sitting next to Brian on the witness stand, it was held outdoors because, the, the, as I say, the judge feared that the courtroom would collapse and there was stifling heat. People were fainting. He moves it outdoors to a platform uh, that was left over from Fourth of July festivities. And you can see in the photographs thousands of people who are standing there watching and listening on loudspeakers as Daryl quite, uh, you know, purposefully questions Brian about certain aspects uh, of the Bible, you know, Jonah and the whale, Joshua making the sun stand still, the Garden of Eden and so forth. These are stories that are allegorical. Theologians, 98% of them all agree. Again, it teaches us important moral lessons, but not to be taken literally. Greg, a lot I want to talk to you about, but we don't have time. I want to get into the FBI because there's a lot happening there, Greg. I played that clip of James Comey. He said, well, some mistakes are made. Greg, is anyone ever going to be held accountable for what they did weaponizing the Federal Bureau of Investigation? No, I don't think so. The sad coda of the Durham report is people got away with it. They got away with uh, lawlessness, uh, depriving uh, people of their constitutional rights, lying to the FISA court, uh, lying to Congress, lying to the American, uh, lying to the president of the United States, Donald Trump. Uh, They knew that the accusation uh, that he had colluded with Russia was invented personally by Hillary Clinton and bankrolled by the Democratic National Committee and Hillary's campaign. They debunked it as bogus almost from the beginning. But they used it, Charlie, as a pretext, first to try to stop Trump from getting elected. And after they failed, they doubled down and they decided that they were going to use it uh, to destroy him, to drive him from office. Now, you know, this is the FBI engaging in not just lies that are prosecutable, uh, but, you know, in an abuse of power in which they have squandered uh, America's trust. Trust is earned. And the FBI has lost that trust. Look at any of the polling data. Make no mistake, it was James Comey, Andrew McCabe, Peter Strzok, Lisa Page, Kevin Kleinsmith, uh, Jim Baker, and the whole gang at the FBI. Yes, they're all gone. Most of them were fired. Um, They should have, in my judgment, been prosecuted under the law for a variety of crimes, uh, including perjury as well as, you know, conspiracy to deprive people of their constitutional rights, which is, uh, you know, felony statute under the criminal code. Um, but, you know, they they got away with it. And, you know, Durham tried to prosecute a couple of people in Washington area courts. He couldn't get a fair trial. He lost those cases. The one triumph he had was against Kevin Kleinsmith, who finally copped a plea. He doctored evidence in order to gain the warrant uh, before the FISA court. And Comey signed off on it, knowing that it was phony and false. He vouched for the credibility of uh, Christopher Steele, who composed the dossier, even though the FBI had fired him for lying repeatedly. And he, he withheld that information from the judges. So, you know, talk about uh, perjury. 
he should have been criminally charged, but he got away with it. He also got away with stealing FBI documents when he was fired and leaking them uh, to the media to trigger the appointment of a special counsel, which just happened to be his longtime friend and colleague, Bob Mueller. But even Mueller's team of partisans could find no evidence of a collusion conspiracy. And the Durham report puts an exclamation point on that. So in, in closing, Greg, is there anything that the House can do from an oversight perspective? Because there's mass cynicism in our audience about our justice system as it is currently configured. Yes. Uh, the Judiciary Committee has a subcommittee on, uh, you know, the FBI weaponization uh, of their powers. And, you know, they continued to dig up incriminating information. The Oversight Committee, in the meantime, is looking into how the FBI, as well as the intelligence community, uh, covered up uh, the Biden family crime syndicate, as I call it. Mm -hmm. uh, how else do you explain you know, an investigation that has gone on now for almost six years without a single charge being filed despite a plethora of incriminating information, which also shows President Joe Biden's complicity uh, when he was vice president of the United States. It appears as though he was involved in his son and his family's influence peddling schemes to sell out America to its adversaries. Uh, that is, in addition to being criminal, uh, it is an impeachable offense treason and bribery are impeachable offenses. So, you know, I think it's important what the House is doing with those two committees. Uh, they have uncovered more evidence of criminality in the last four months since they started uh, than, you know, we learned from the Department of Justice and the FBI, which are crooked departments and agencies. Thanks for listening to the Town Hall Review. Our program is coming today in partnership with the Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy. It's America's most unique graduate leadership programs offered on Pepperdine's breathtaking campus in Malibu, California. Learn more at publicpolicy.pepperdine.edu. If you're enjoying the podcast, please tell a friend to go to Town Hall Review and sign up as well today. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.